0: Like this, "Uh, uh, uh, oh, come on, (laughs) (laughs) but that's what I do um, backstage to get myself pumped up.
1: It's the Krisha and Frank show. (laughs) She's Krisha.
0: I'm Frank.
1: <laughs> and I'm Frank because Wait, yeah. yeah. We were getting the the podcast porch ready and it's a little I mean just the sun is it's it's winter.
0: And it's 37 degrees outside. It's, yeah. it's but it's nice. It actually feels
1: good. Well, I've got on my thermal undershirt mm-hmm. and my thermal undersocks.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'm fine. I'm good. You know when I was not fine? When is when I you had me running around the house looking for a blanket. <laughs> Not because you're cold. Mm-mm. No, to block the sun.
0: Yeah. So, we, neighbor Nancy. We're fancy.
1: Yeah, it's got to see this, this big blanket hanging. like out. a
0: college dorm room. You hang a blanket over your window.
1: That's where I got that from. I took it off the wall of Megan's room. There you go. It's been there for like 15 years or 18 Mm -hmm. years and we my wife and I said we got to take that down someday we got to take that down someday and then Chris is like do you have an extra blanket I'm like yes (laughs) yes. and I ran upstairs (laughs) ripped it off the wall Yes, I do. but what was this thing this Um, move
0: it's uh, like when I'm waiting backstage to go on for one number um Kara is on the other side of the stage and I look at her and I always do something stupid it's usually like
1: you're not going to believe how that reminds me of an opera. Okay. Let me do the plugs, okay. and then I'm going to tell you how I saw basically that move right at an opera, and or rehearsal. Well, not a, not just rehearsal. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, uh, today's show is brought to you by Steve's Tree Service. We'll be yeah. telling you more about them, and that's why you can see so much stuff behind me. It's unbelievable. I'm not used to seeing Wayne's house ever. That's weird. And also, um, you've got the uh, we've got the Audible yeah. program, the uh, where you can get a uh, great trial run with through using i don't even know what i'm talking about through using our our code krisha and frank
0: audible trial.com slash krisha and frank
1: get a 30-day trial uh at no charge for the 30 days they'll start charging you on day 31 Mm -hmm. but during that time of the 30 days you can uh, download and keep a book forever Forever an audio book or whatever it is you choose to to get from the premium collection at audible so check them out we're on the the old the old school social media program platforms yes. <laughs> facebook instagram and twitter
0: that's at krisha and frank on all of them
1: yeah um, my son-in-law is trying to he bought us an ad on a facebook ad
0: thanks so that's we're trying awesome. to drive
1: up those facebook likes and most importantly for me personally is the youtube subscriptions um because that's where we can make a little money last time i checked we were at 370 mm-hmm. youtube subscriptions i
0: will say that we have more youtube subscribers than jeff Goldblum's contortionist wife
1: well so you can you can subscribe <laughs> to her too and help her out she because does she's a stretching
0: program she and bends
1: I- over backwards for you
0: <laughs> don't subscribe to her subscribe to us
1: both I don't care. <laughs>
0: but
1: anyway, yes, please do hit that subscribe button because mm-hmm. when we get to a thousand, uh, we can start making literal pennies It'd from cool. the Google empire. Yeah. All Hi, right. Frank. Hi, Krisha. So you did the thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And I
1: laughed because <laughs> There was a time when I used to go to a lot of the Knoxville... There used was a time when there were shows. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to a lot of the Knoxville Opera rehearsals mm-hmm. with the camera. And we would record fun backstage stuff. Well, you may have watched one or two of oh, those. Yeah. Because there was, was one... I was part of
0: one of them. Oh, great. Yeah. Well,
1: there was one where it was Mary Queen of Scots, as I recall. And my friend Shelley Rochelle Bard, who is a lovely, beautiful soprano. And my other darling girlfriend, Catherine Daniel. Yes. This is Catherine Daniel is the one who will go up on stage at the Rossini Festival and go, oh, oh, oh. she's got this, this mezzo-soprano yeah. voice. Oh, look, there's my boyfriend, Frank Murphy, and his wife. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and awesome. then when she and Jerry were both at an opera, she wrote a note to Jerry, Catherine Daniel did, said, um, yes, I'll sing at your funeral. Thanks for letting me steal your husband. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: But all in, in on the joke. All right, so Rochelle, Catherine's out there singing. Catherine is playing uh, Merrick. Mary- Catherine's playing Queen Elizabeth. We're at the rehearsal. Shelley is Mary Queen of Scots about to make her entrance with her ladies in waiting. And as they're in the wing, what would be the shoot, yeah. This, mm-hmm. So, And I asked her this. I said, Are you going to do that in the Tennessee Theater in full costume? She says, Absolutely. This is how we get psyched. And what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> the same as you do at Sweet Fanny, yeah. they're doing it at the Tennessee Theater for high opera.
0: I. I've always done it. I've always done something side of the stage before an entrance because, like, that's that getting the energy out and yeah. getting and going in. And you're going in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going it's, into battle, but it's not. good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm so glad. I'm
1: glad you did it for this show because now that means you're ready.
0: I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, and uh, so last week we talked about actually no, what is it today? Where, Today's where? only Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I know. <laughs> so well, yesterday no. we wore
1: ourselves out. With the yeah, chimney show. That
0: was a lot. And. It was fun.
1: I got the, after you left, they gave me the bad news about how much it would cost. Oh. Because, I mean, they cleaned the chimney as for the bit. That was, that was great. They came, right. they they did the cleaning, they did yeah. the inspection. It needed it, obviously. Yeah. But we found out that this chimney is structurally unsound, that when they built the house.
0: Oh.
1: 40 years ago, plus. over uh-huh. It's over 40, so it's, you know, okay. it's falling apart.
0: It, it is. It's on the decline. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We found out that uh, they did a really poor job of constructing the chimney. Oh. And if I want to ever have a fire in there, I basically got to drop $5,000 plus to put in a stove and a pipe for safety. Oh, that's plus, a lot. Plus, there's several thousand dollars worth of masonry repair, they suggest strongly. They like I climbed up on the roof and looked oh, really? at the top of it and said, oh.
0: yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'm Sorry. sorry. So, you should get a fire pit. <laughs> yeah, so we're not
1: having fires anytime soon unless uh, you know somebody wants to drop more money via PayPal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we had teased my new favorite word that is technically I don't know if it's an actual word, it's from the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows by John Koenig.
1: Now, from what I also looked it up, obviously, Uh because that's, you know me, Um, it's a new-ish word. It was, you know, and we're allowed to make, that's what I love about the English language. It's like the Borg on Star Trek. Mm -hmm. It will assimilate any word or sound that it needs into the language Mm -hmm. and uh, will eventually dominate all other languages because it will take all the Chinese words we need, we will take all the French words we need, we'll just, and we just use them. Yeah. So you can make up new words in this language and sonder, it's like.
0: It's, um, it's
1: S-O-N-D-E-R.
0: S-O-N-D-E-R. And it's um, to, it's uh, original definition aims to fill a hole in language to give a name to emotions that we might all experience but don't yet have a word for. Okay. Um, it's a project that he started. It's, again, Obscure Sorrows. It's Obscure Sorrows on Twitter. Nice. Um, but Sonder is the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own narrated, written, directed, edited, and coined by John Koenig. Um,
1: Well, you ever see, like, uh, maybe you've done this, I don't know if we've ever done it, where you go with a friend, they do this in movies sometimes, where they, like, drunk mock Mm -hmm. people in in the Holiday movie, for example. Yeah. Where they go and they stand (laughs) there and they make up backstories. Oh, yeah. For all the other people in the bar, at the party.
0: Oh, I mean, I, there was, I, in one relationship I was in, we would name everyone. Okay. We would say, what's, uh, oh, her name's definitely Tina. Mm -hmm. Her name's definitely, oh, he's so mad at her right now. Oh, she's having the best, like.
1: So that's an awareness. You're
0: narrating someone else's life. Even
1: though you're making it up and you're fictionalizing it, Mm -hmm. improvising it, you're at least you're showing an awareness that those people have complex lives, which Mm -hmm. is what the word Sonder means.
0: Yeah. And it goes further. Um, It says you were the main character, the protagonist, the star in the center of your own unfolding story. You're surrounded by a supporting cast, but your supporting cast is also their main character of their story. Yes. And it says, when your life moves on to the next scene, there's flickers in place wrapped in a cloud of backstory and inside jokes and characters strung together with countless other stories you'll never be able to see that you'll never know exists. And I think what you're saying is we actually do have an awareness that these main character lives. Maybe we
1: do in a different way. I mean, because Part of being in comedy and part of being in improv is you're very much an, uh, observing everything. Mm-hmm. You may be more observing, observant than others because you want to make jokes. Right. You know, the old the old story about uh, Jerry Seinfeld, the other comedians are like, Ugh. he could walk across the street to the deli while, while he's waiting to go on mm-hmm. at the comedy club in Hollywood. He could walk across the street and get a sandwich and come back with five minutes of, of new material because he observes everything Everything.
0: and I think that there's that like it's not necessarily a higher awareness but it's you you make an intent to be engaged in that way and I think
1: well any one of us could do it if you want to a lot of us go through life with blinders on Mm -hmm. and don't pay attention to the wonderful things that are happening right next to us
0: yeah and you know I get I get laughed at a lot because you know I think I told you when I first started running I was picking up little caterpillars and I was picking up little earthworms which is weird but it's very weird and I know did you make up backstories for the caterpillars? I mean, but when I saw butterflies floating around oh, the yeah, same you did. trail. I guess technically you did. Like in my mind, I'm like, it's the same little guy's I see. <sighs> but I love the idea. And I think you and I were talking about, there's like a honeycomb. Un, there's, you know, the, the iceberg up here. Mm-hmm. And then there's the honeycomb of life that just exists and expands and expands and expands. But I think when we have those moments where we're like, wow, it's a small world. I would
1: like to... Actually, I think of a couple of specific examples that I want to run by you, and as I think we're on the same path mm-hmm. here. But we can do that after we take our quick break for uh, right, Steve's. Right, Steve's
0: tree service.
1: Because it's halfway through the show. And we want to make sure we get uh, – <laughs> that's when the commercial comes. By the way, you can buy those mid-roll commercials by contacting us, and Frank at gmail.com. Yeah, Just like Steve still. and Renee did, because they would watch the show. They would listen to me <laughs> uh, and you on the radio and all beforehand. And mm-hmm. They're excited about being a, a part of it. They're getting business as a result of being affiliated with us. mm mm-hmm. Rob Howard from Hutch and Howard's like, I've just added you to my list of go-to businesses. (laughs) Thank you very much, because you you support Christian Frank. (laughs) And and we talked about last week about how um, cleanup is an important part of their Mm -hmm. task. And I was texting with Steve over the weekend, telling him about, you know, what a great job they did and still laughing a little bit about crazy old Wayne.
0: Well, (laughs) but the great thing is, is that they can come out and they have someone who actually climbs. They don't bring big equipment in. They have someone that climbs. And you were talking about, and now that you can really see the tops of these trees, that's That's intimidating and crazy, but they're bonded, they're certified, they're insured, all of that. So you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry when they do show up and they do have somebody climbing about your liability.
1: And you know how crazy people are nowadays. So when someone actually has five-star... I know how
0: crazy people are or I know how crazy people are? Both. Okay.
1: So when you see a business that actually does have five-star ratings... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on on Yelp and on Facebook and Google. They haven't <laughs> ticked anybody off. No, not <laughs> yet. Because that one nut job.
0: <laughs> and all it takes is one. <laughs> but they serve, what, Knox County, Blunt County, just all over East Tennessee.
1: Yeah, uh, Severe, Loudon, Anderson, and Jefferson. It's really the whole region. And uh, get on the calendar because things are booking up. In fact, Steve called me from a job the other day. <laughs>
0: But you can find them on Facebook. Steve's That's the tree easiest, service. and
1: I'll uh, link to them on our uh, Facebook page, of course, okay. with the uh, with this one, uh, or I'll put their number also in the in the description down below, um, which I have for you. I, I can give you the phone number. I just wanted to <laughs> tell you it's uh, two eight six five two five seven six two one four, and it's on the screen there. Eight six five two five seven sixty two fourteen. But um, so I get a text from Steve like "May I please call you?" He's very polite. It's like 8.30 in the morning, right? Or 8.45. And I'm like, yeah, how's it going? He's like, hey, I'm here with one of your fans. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Because my wife and I have been sending business his way. Hutch and Howard's been sending business his way. You and I obviously have been sending business his way. So I'm like, so I'm trying to think, who could it be? Is it, um, you know, Sam Met, Sam Marin, Marin Lair? Right, somebody? Somebody we know. No, he says, here, say hi to Denise. Who the hell's Denise? I don't know. Denise King, so I want to say hi to Denise King because <laughs> she, apparently she's like
0: I used to listen to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. he was
1: yeah, it was just this it was, goes
0: back to yesterday. It was sweet. It goes back to yesterday of that those those sometimes awkward interactions where people will sometimes in the grocery store look at me and and they I I speak to them and I see it click in their head where they're like yeah but we're, we're it's not even that they know who, but you know, that familiarity of a voice and they go. And most of the time I completely ignore it. Oh, but I see them. I see the wheels turning of like, am I supposed to know her? How do I know her?
1: Don't, here's the thing with you there's many ways to know you by the way well, that's the end of the commercial for steves uh, <laughs> because you uh going back to sonder mm-hmm. you have multiple icebergs you have multiple anthills whatever you want to call it i
0: am just a multitude of anthills but so do i right
1: where you stop by and you're in this world of sweet fanny adams theater Mm-hmm. And you are fully invested in that world, and you know things that go that the rest of us don't see that we just see on the surface, right? So it's possible that someone recognized you from that world. Mm-hmm. You were on the radio, and you had a very popular show, and it's possible someone recognizes you from that world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so on and so on.
0: Yeah, and You're,
1: what flying anvil theater, <laughs> uh, Oak Ridge Playhouse, you know, go down the list,
0: and you have that same, that same like multiple icebergs but i oh i can I, tell
1: you once remember the people i used to work with um and some other people i used to work with mm-hmm. in the morning i remember one of them got very angry mm-hmm. when <laughs> i was trying when i was telling a story about how i got recognized at the bank and it was the bank that was two doors down from uh side splitters comedy club
0: oh oh uh, Splitters! Okay. they tore down the building and they everything They did.
1: but there's a bank on that road yes and, and in fact um there's multiple banks on that road, including where we keep our, our money. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Uh, Don't steal uh, our money. One of those banks, I went in and they recognized me. And I'm telling the story on the radio about how weird, it was fun and interesting. Yeah. But they recognized me from being in Einstein's Simplified, mm. the improv troupe, which performs three doors down. Right there. Okay. So it made total sense. To me, it makes total sense. And mm-hmm. then afterward, turns off the mic. That's baloney. They would recognize you from the radio, not your stupid comedy group. I'm like, um, no, actually, they... <laughs> Um, they see my face.
0: <laughs> my whole face hole.
1: We we performed for thousands of people over the years.
0: <laughs> I think I think the thing that I love most about it is that through all of those icebergs, that you are still just a background actor in somebody else's life, and you may it, just no, you may just be somebody love who walks to... down a street, someone sitting at a you know sitting at. Downtown Grill and Brewery on Gay Street. And you and I are walking down the street. And just for that moment, just for that one moment of their entire existence, we just, you
1: know. I told you uh, uh, this story, I think, before. But I met my friend Pam Baker and I were tight friends in... Los Angeles, because we worked together at KLOS, and she had worked at Disneyland and other radio Mm -hmm. stations, and she worked with Rick Dees. Well, she worked with a show on Coast FM, and they had flown from Los Angeles to Orlando for the opening of Disney MGM Studios Mm -hmm. back in 1989. Well, my show, Donna Mike, had flown from Washington down to Orlando for this, and all these DJ shows are all there, and theoretically you would meet and, and whatnot. Well, I didn't remember meeting anyone from Coast FM at all. Even though I knew, I was aware that their setup was not far from ours. But we were done around the same time they were starting because of the time difference. Right. Ten years later. (laughs) A whole decade. Pam Baker says, yeah, I was at that Disney thing. I was working for Coast FM. I said, yeah, that's funny. They had the the setup next to us. And she says, well, I still have my pictures. And she opens up her... A photo album and
0: there you are as a background and there
1: actor. i am as a background actor in her picture and we met we didn't know each other we right. didn't, weren't going to meet for another five years and then become friends 10 years later
0: yeah and I, I just i i love the idea that we all impact each other in some weird way or another i love that that even if you're a background actor someone someone may go oh and you may have an impact on someone, or they may have an impact on you, and you'll never see them or never know them, and you don't know their story.
1: There's also something that I I realized one time about the the depth, the iceberg, if you will. When um, I did Dancing with the Knoxville Stars, right? Mm -hmm. So then I would go, my friend Emily, my dance partner Mm -hmm. in that bit, I would say, why don't you come to this competition, you can cheer me on, and here's what you do, and they get they get these noisemakers, and they you sit at the table, and all of a sudden you're at a dance competition, a professional dance competition, you know, which is odd. But I'm observing it and you see all of the depth of it that you didn't realize existed. The professional photographer mm-hmm. who's gonna take the picture of everyone in front of the backdrop. And some action, another one who takes action shots and they sell them to you. Right. Then there's over here is a place selling shoes and shoe repair for emergency shoe repair. And over here is um, whatever else, the snack bar. And it's this, to me I thought, well this is just like going to a swim meet. It's a world because at the swim meet they're selling replacement bathing suits and swim mm-hmm. caps and goggles and there's a yeah. guy fixing over here and there's pictures over here and there's you know protein bars over there it's all the same yeah and then my friend Sandy Weaver the who has a the, I talked about Sandy the beautiful <laughs> voiceover lady <laughs> i know i'm talking i'm going to my minute you have
0: so many stories <laughs> this is the last
1: one she she got involved in the world of of dog competitions mm-hmm. so she would do show dogs Siberian Husky show dogs and then she now is a judge and a, for many different breeds mm-hmm. <laughs> so she says to me why don't you come we were down passing through Atlanta I said can we stop by and say hi she says well I got a dog show but why don't you come by? It's over in Alpharetta, whatever. So we go. And guess what? What? It was the same. <laughs> they <laughs> had the pictures of the dogs, the action shots. Yeah. They had the guys selling leashes and cages. And they had the snack bar. And because
0: had- everything that's happened will happen again. And everything remains the same. We live, in, we live in an Ouroboros of life. But all of these crazy different things happen to you. But then it happens again. <laughs> and then it happens again. And it happens again. For me, I think of when I was the deli meat slice girl when I first moved to Florida. You should get
1: that out of business card.
0: And I had no other. I had no other job, and I was like mid-level agoraphobic with anxiety because I just moved to a whole new place, and I was just a little East Tennessee dum dum. And oh. I was. I, but I was like 20. I was 20, mm-hmm. and I was terrified. I'd never lived anywhere else except here. I, well, I lived in. Milwaukee for like a minute when I was that doesn't a kid. count.
1: So you, this is a, your first move out adult. on your own. This is this is you as away a from home, independent, yeah, emancipated. Tw- well, emancipated. You're a twenty year old. You're an adult. yeah.
0: And I uh, I got a job at a, a Latin deli, and I was I did not speak Spanish. I did not know what yuca was. See, it would
1: be funny if it was Latin, Latin, like old, like Rome. <laughs> oh yes, it was not.
0: But everyone would come in, and I had to learn all of the Spanish words for what meat I would slice for people. Oh. But I think that you know, there were people that I came into contact with that I will never see again, and they will never see me again. Right. I mean, we have no idea that each other even exists or what but the life is like. But you were in like. their
1: world for a minute. You were an extra in there.
0: And you know, Steve Martin wrote a whole book about Shop Girl, and and how life life just intertwines and intersects. And they say that um, on average, each person has seven loves in their life before they get to their final person. And it may not necessarily be the most romantic love.
1: Are you talking about people or, people, or things? No, okay. people.
0: And because we'll I know have, I
1: know a lot of people who are in love with things and in love with right. places and activities. But you're talking this about this is this pe- is
0: relationships. All because right. this whole thing is a relationship. Okay. And I, that you will have seven. Meaningful relationships, but those he-
1: count f- friendships because I mean I, I, I don't I, have to in my case because right,
0: and I think that like it's on average because I don't
1: have time left for six more wives. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> no. I would. I, I mean, even if even no, there's just not enough time left. In no, my it's, life.
0: it's a it's it's <clears> just the the yeah. meaningful. And so if you kind of look back on your life and how you became to learn to love and learn to be with Jerry or be with that person, and I think. I, I just, I love the idea that there's all these, there's all these Because I think
1: about the great friendships I've had over the years. I mentioned Pam mm-hmm. Baker. I mean, she and I were pals and we would, you know, mm-hmm. all the time we worked together. It was almost like the, you know, we, they would say you have a work wife or a work husband. Right. You know, I mean, and now us, we're obviously work partners, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's a great friendship. I love doing the show.
0: So all of that's been really positive. But, but then, oh, here we go. Then here we go. My here we go. pessimistic She's crap brain. Out from under me. Here my we go. Pre- pessimistic crap brain goes. How many people have you met that you have impacted them negatively? So oh. it's great to be a background actor in someone's life, but.
1: Well, but, I mean, Adam Carolla in his, put in his book that I impacted him negatively.
0: So there you go, but.
1: I delayed his entry into show business by approximately forty-eight hours. <laughs> By my calculations.
0: But people that, because I can think of negative interactions with so many people. So there are people that you have come into contact with. Who don't like me. Who would not be happy to see you again.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a hard one for me.
1: Oh. No, so usually they leave hateful comments.
0: (laughs) We gotta go. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I'm aware of who they are, I'm probably, for the most part. But,
0: uh, but yeah. there are, there, for the ones, the iceberg of that you're aware of? Oh, there's a whole...
1: <sighs> All right, thanks, Downer.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? Don't it's the
1: Christian and Frank show. Please do subscribe on YouTube.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Downer. And uh, no, especially to crazy. watch
1: tomorrow's show, because I want to see how Christian digs herself out of this hole.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> We're on social media. <laughs> you can get an audible 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Krisha and Frank.
0: Life is good. Life and, is good. Uh,
1: that's Those are the plugs.
0: Just live your life.
1: Oh, I forgot to tell you about something I bought. Oh, geez. With our money. Oh. I'm, I did. I bought it. All right, I have it. you sure half owner of it.
0: Yay! We'll
1: tell you more about that in the days ahead. Hey, look for us at the taco festival at Cotton Eye Joe this Sunday. What? <laughs> I just can't even give a straight face.
0: Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> taco.
1: Yeah, I committed us to the taco festival. It's all day Sunday. That's you don't. You don't Thanksgiving.
0: have Thanksgiving.
1: You have know your Thanksgiving on the JFK assassination anniversary.
0: Well, yeah, that's what they do every year. Oh, all right, I JFK's guess JFK's so. dead, let's eat turkey.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's when it is. We're having tacos. Oh. We have to judge the tacos. Okay, we're done.